We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spry Space podcast. You're going to be excited today. Why? Because the most wonderful, fabulous Amber that I know is here today. How many Ambers do you know? I don't know. I don't keep a list, but you're the most wonderful. Is it more than one? Probably. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll go ahead and take it as a compliment then. You should always. Everything that I say towards you is going to be a compliment. Okay. All right. I love it. Hi, everybody. (laughs) It's so good to see everybody today or hear everybody or just be with everybody. Specifically, I'm happy to be with you, Amber. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been together. It's fun to do this. Been looking forward to it. I miss you. I know. I miss you too. You're getting the biggest hug when we get to be together in human form. Okay, deal. Okay, so all month long, we have been talking about online communities and building online communities. And so we are continuing that this week with Amber. And the topic that Amber has been focusing on is defining and finding your online community. Has it been fun to research this topic and work on it? It has been fun. This is something that, you know, our entire base here at Spry revolves around communities and online communities specifically. So it's fun to kind of go back to those basics and kind of remind yourself of like what the uh, foundation is for what we do. Speaking of reminding ourselves, we've got you in here for the first time. So can you just reiterate for us what is an online community? If our Spry Space podcast listeners learn anything this month, I want them to know this. <laughs> okay, so the most technical definition that I could possibly come up with for an online community is that it's a community that's online. (laughs) You're so technical. I'm amazed. I know. So in all seriousness, an online community's purpose is to find other people, other groups, organizations, or businesses that have a common thread to support each other for some form of growth, right? So this could be professional growth or personal growth or educational growth. Ultimately, we find our community to grow. Yeah, we don't normally seek out communities just for us to stay at a status quo about anything. Isn't that interesting in human behavior? Yeah, that sounds super boring. It does. I mean, I don't know. If there was a group called Sit on the Couch and Snack, I might join it. But like probably just to grow my snacking skills. Exactly. Probably. What are your favorite couch snacks? (laughs) Level, Level up. (laughs) So since we're talking about finding online communities, let's talk about how do I know if I'm a brand, how do I know who I want in my online community in the first place? That's a good question. The first thing I would do to give a good answer to that question is to define my why. Why exactly is it that I'm trying to grow my online community? Is there a problem I'm trying to solve or overcome? Am I wanting to learn something new like cooking in your Instant Pot? Because let's be honest, that's terrifying when you first get that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it to make friends and connections that have shared interests with you? Or is it to help your business grow? 
What kind of online communities do you belong to or interact with, Lacey? Okay, so I have a couple that I can talk about. Specifically, during this big time of racial justice and this Black Lives Matter movement, I have joined new communities to learn that I have never been a part of before. I just hadn't even thought to seek out before, but they've been there and they are there and they're fairly thriving communities, you know, led by authors and educators. And all it took was for me to look for them, to seek out the communities in order to learn and grow along with them. And that has been extremely fruitful as I have been working to just learn and get as much knowledge as possible around the current events that are going on right now. So that's kind of a serious one. Then on another side, I have like a personal brand, right, that I've come up with and been working on called Lacey J. Lively, you know, because I just needed a good stage name to go along with it. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) And as I've been thinking and trying to get more serious about growing that community, I did some of that planning, you know, some of this like searching, what really is my why, right? What are the values behind this? Why do I actually want to grow this community? And I showed my notes to my sister-in-law and she's like, Lacey, I just can't help but notice that every page on your strategy notes here talk about snacks. So that must be pretty close to your why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Tell me a little bit about some communities that you're a part of. I feel like you just went way over my head for like the communities that I'm involved in. Uh, Really? Well, first of all, I am a part of a stellar instant pot recipe community. (laughs) Have you learned a lot from that? Yes, I've learned a ton. I got that thing and didn't use it for a year because I was so scared of it blowing up. You know, you see all these crazy (laughs) stories and now I'm actually creating my own recipes in it because of that support. So growth. Nice. Yep. So Um, you've actually gotten to share some in those communities now too? Oh no, I'm not that brave. I don't, (laughs) I just (laughs) try it for my family. (laughs) One in particular, I just made this like peanut butter Thai chicken recipe and we serve it with rice. It's a super easy recipe and I might share it sometime. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that, but. I would, or at least have me over and I'll eat it and tell you how it is. Yeah. Let me know if I should share it. But as you know, my daughter plays competitive fast pitch. I'm a member of tons of fast pitch pages and groups and forums. And then I also follow some communities that share some of the same health struggles as I do and kind of try to watch recipes and things like that that um, would be beneficial to have Crohn's disease. So that would be beneficial to that. So those are kind of personally the kinds of communities that I am in and the people that I seek to connect with. But then, you know, Spry Space on Facebook is one of our favorite little communities to be part of. And that's where we find people who are business owners and social media managers and people who are just trying to do the best that they can at the same job that we do. So that's a super fun community. The common thread that ties people into this community, Spry Space, listening to our podcast and joining our Facebook group is usually because they're trying to grow their business, right? They're trying to increase the brand awareness that they have with their target demographics, and they're trying to increase their customer base, the number of transactions that they're getting, the number of people who know who they are. So that is often one of the reasons why people build communities, right, is to grow their business. Yep, exactly, which is a good transition kind of into what we wanted to talk about next. So I think personally, 
it's really easy for us. We kind of naturally find our communities online. But when it comes to trying to find our professional community or to grow our business, it has to be a little more intentional. So for the sake of the rest of this conversation, let's assume that the reason our listener is trying to grow their online community is to grow their business, since that is who our audience is here at the Spry Space podcast. So Lacey, give me an example business that we can use to kind of play with for some examples here. Okay. So one group that I've worked with a while ago, it's been a while since I've worked with them, but I really liked their brand and their niche. They had like a all natural deodorant product, right? They had a couple other lines in their brand, but it was all natural deodorant, sunscreen, that kind of thing. So let's do that one. I love it. If the reason that we're trying to grow our online community is to grow our natural, let's just stick with deodorant for now, just for the sake of simplicity, is to grow our natural deodorant business, then our potential customer is who we want to try to bring into our community. So for conversation's sake, let's name her Alicia. Ooh, I like it. Okay. So Alicia is our target customer for our natural deodorant line. That is who we are trying to engage with online. Okay. And the technical term we often would use for that is like a marketing persona, right? Right. You create whoever your target customer, you create a little fake name for them. Alicia is our persona for our natural deodorant company. Yep. So what kind of things does Alicia do online? You know, what are some of the places that we might be able to find her? So yeah, that question kind of goes hand in hand. So if you ask the question, where do I go to find Alicia? We would back that up and go, well, what are some of Alicia's habits Mm. that she does, right? So you can find your community on several online platforms. It could be YouTube, it could be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, those popular social media channels. It could be Reddit, which is more of a, if you're not familiar with it, like a forum. TikTok is like the incoming way. Up and coming. (laughs) So the list goes on. But what you'll notice is that there are trends within those platforms that have very specific audiences. So where you go to find your community should be heavily weighted by who you want in your community. So where is it that Alicia hangs out when she's online? So in order to answer that, we might ask a few questions like, how old is Alicia? Okay, so let's say Alicia is between 25 and 45, right? She's old enough that she has really started to care about the kind of things she puts in and on her body and young enough that she's still so active that she stinks if she doesn't use deodorant. (laughs) Right. So does Alicia have kids? She very well might have children, yes. Okay. How does she pass the time? What are her some of her hobbies? Well, she is active. She's very physically active, Alicia. She probably hikes, maybe boats, maybe, um, you know, kayaks. I know when I kayak, there's something about that movement of the um, oars that really makes me stink, you know, that makes me really need this deodorant. Especially when it's hot outside. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, I feel like you and I are both probably Alicia's. I, I think so. So obviously when we're doing a persona exercise, we would ask a lot more questions, but just for the sake of kind of moving this conversation along, my professional opinion, I would say that Alicia probably is on Instagram, maybe the younger version of Alicia and also Facebook. So those would be the two platforms that I would spend my energy on to try to find my community. Would you agree or add to that? 
Yeah, I might think if I went even a little bit deeper. So yes, platform-wise, she might be on Instagram and Facebook, but she might follow hashtags like Pacific Northwest Hikers or, you know, the hashtag like Pacific Northwest Wonderland that like whenever people are out hiking, they take a photo and they tag it with this hashtag. On Facebook, she might be in like a women hiker group. She might be in a women kayakers group. And so if we could go to those communities and become ingrained in those communities, then we would end up being side by side along with Alicia. And she would see us as like her people, you know. Perfect. Yep. And that's, I think, probably one of my favorite tricks as a content creator is to actually go into groups and behave as my brand, whatever brand it is that I'm representing. Let's say that our it's, you know, Barb's Deodorant Company. Barb's Deodorant Company page goes into a group for hikers in the Pacific Northwest and says, you know, kind of comments and engages. I think that the biggest takeaway is though, is don't be spammy. You're going to get yourself A, kicked out of the group and B, your brand will not be looked nicely upon by the people in that group. Yes. I always try to explain to people that what you do digitally should really mimic the way that you would behave in real life, right? If you were at a group and there was juice and cookies and you're here meeting with all of the hikers in real life, would you be like, by the way, have you tried my deodorant? No, it's awkward. It's uncomfortable for everybody. You would just become their friend and then naturally they ask the questions, And you don't have to sell. You just get to be a person, you know? That's probably my favorite. And that might speak to my personality a little bit also because I just love relationships. I love meeting people. And I don't know how to say it, but this whole conversation is reminding me of that. Is it Lumi deodorant? There's a brand of organic or natural deodorant on Facebook. If you haven't seen their videos... (laughs) You'll have to check them out. Okay. They're absolutely ridiculous right up our alley. Okay, I'll check it out. Marketing brilliance. So would you say as we're kind of concluding the information about defining and finding your online communities, would you agree that really the most important part of this is having a really well-defined marketing persona? Yeah, I think that that's the basis of everything that you do in promoting your business and that's online or any kind of marketing. You need to know who you're speaking to. We preach that over and over and over again at Spry. And so this is no different. When you're trying to find your community of those people, you need to know who they are. Yeah, you've got to spend some time in groups and communities that are similar to the ones that you're trying to build. It's one thing to go and join another already existing community, learn from it, soak up as much information as possible for it. What is valuable to these people? What do they really care about? What are they taking away from their involvement in these communities? Because then if you're going to go build your own, it needs to be relevant. It needs to be something that people really feel like they're gaining value by being a part of it or else what's the point? Yeah, I love that. You're right. Not being there to necessarily just promote your brand, but also to learn from your potential customers too. Beautiful. Listen. Listen. Yes. Listen. (laughs) Listening is the best tool you have to significant growth. Oh, 
I'm going to bookmark that, Amber. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so at the end of every Spryspace podcast episode, I like to talk about where you've been working. We we are an all-remote team at Spry, and we always have been and always will be. So have you been working anywhere interesting lately? You know, we finally got to get out of the house. We've been kind of stuck here because we're dealing with the COVID-19 you know, phases right now. My daughter got a chance to play in a socially distanced softball tournament, which is probably a conversation for another day how that was ran, but it was <laughs> it was wonderful. So we had an Airbnb in, it was in Newburgh, Oregon. If you have not ever been to Newburgh, Beaverton, Oregon area, you should go, especially if you like wine, get yourself an Airbnb. It is gorgeous there gorgeous. I can't even. Anyway, so that's the most interesting place that I've gotten to work is at my little Airbnb in the Airbnb was actually in Beaverton, Oregon. Did you have Wi-Fi? I had Wi-Fi. I did. You didn't have to use your hotspot or anything? No. I went back to a coffee shop for the first time this week too and worked there for about an hour and all of my my work away from home skills are gone. I was listening to a YouTube video without headphones in and the lady had to come up to me and say, could you please put in headphones? You can't listen to that. At first I was a little offended, you know, because it's just, it's always embarrassing to be told to do something different. Right. Scolded. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah. Duh, of course I should have had my headphones on. Like I have no manners anymore. Isn't that funny? I've actually always wondered how you can work in a coffee shop. I cannot zone in like that. I've watched you get stuff done in a coffee shop yes. and I don't know how you do it. You zone in and do it. And I don't have that capacity in my brain. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably because I have to be stimulated in other ways in order to focus on one thing. So it's almost like the chaos calms me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? All right. Okay. So if you enjoyed listening to this content, we have one more week talking about online communities before we transition into a new topic. So you can find all of this information on our website, thinkspry.com. You can find us on what social media channels do we have, Amber? We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Yes. And so you can find us at the handle at ThinkSpry and on LinkedIn, just search Spry Social Media Marketing. Of course, you can find us in our Spry Space Facebook group. And we will be doing a webinar here at the end of the month as well on building online communities. So check that out if you want to go in a little bit more depth, okay? Yep, absolutely. All right, we appreciate you all so much. We hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and that you keep learning. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.